my name is David Gloyd. I'm the co-owner of Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles in West Bend, Wisconsin. Together with my partner Kurt and our friend Anthony, along with several of our customers and friends, there's always some great conversations going down at the store. You're always welcome to come join us, but in the meantime, here's a peek under the cowl. Welcome to Under the Cowl. I'm your host, David Gloyd. Alright, this uh, this episode will be another one of our Wednesday recordings. Uh, so Kurt, Anthony, and myself gathered around, eating some pizza, hanging out in the store. And uh, we were joined by one of our customers, Jacob. So as we jump into this, uh, it'd be the three of us and then Jacob... Uh, comes into it uh, shortly into it and we <laughs> we we get into some some good conversations uh starting off i think we start off with ben affleck um as anthony was had been discussing why he thought that ben affleck and kevin smith had a falling out or they just weren't as as close as they once had been so we kind of started recording just after discussing that, and we go into talking about a number of things from uh, soda flavors, uh, as, as Burger King has reintroduced some surge, and uh, discussing mixing it with different flavors and things like that. Go into talking about things like Game of Thrones, this uh, upcoming season seven, live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stuff. We discuss uh, Emma Watson, Emma Watson, and what it's like to watch her in a movie and not think of her as Hermione from Harry Potter, and also discussing some other actors and actresses and and what it's like to see them when when you're used to seeing them in a series or they're known for just playing one character for a long period of time. Uh, what is it like to go into a movie and see them playing some other character? and how you can kind of judge that person's acting ability in, in a lot of ways based on how long it takes you to get over them being that character. And we talk about a number of other things as well. So let's just jump right into it. And here we are at the end of our Kevin Smith Ben Affleck conversation. No, no, I haven't. So now you got to repeat everything. Well, as I'm saying, I don't want to air that dirty laundry out there when I don't know anything. So. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's recording. Yeah, I didn't want to start until I was ready. I was, I was actually finishing taxes, which are officially done and filed now, and it's good. Now we don't have to worry about anything until the IRS comes pounding on our door. And Anthony won't get nasty phone calls from Ben Affleck now. <laughs> You might. Yeah, I'd hate to be on his shit list too, so. <laughs> you right up there with Kevin Smith? 
I like Affleck. I don't understand his career choices, though. I just saw he's on some, like, Netflix exclusive movie. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. With, like, a bunch of people I've never seen. I don't know. Maybe he directed it and it's his, like, project, which would be more understandable than just, like, you were Batman and now you're on a Netflix. Well, I always, whenever that kind of stuff happens, I go back to Eliza Dushku talking about um, certain things that she'll, like, a lot of people have said, like, why are you doing this movie or something? And then she's like, job. I got paid. I got money for it. And I'm an actor. And even if you're on like an Affleck level status or something that, but yeah, I might have that connection of him. Uh, Cause I was confused about bright too. Like Will Smith can get any movie he wants. Why is he doing like, and on that side, I could see him doing that in the fact that I don't know if he had one or two, maybe quote unquote bombs when it comes to, cause you know, he always had that July 4th blockbuster career and then, I can't think of what movie. I think he had something that maybe just yeah. fell flat. Yeah, Suicide Squad. Well, no, he he did. Um, yeah, it was before that. Right? He's he's done a few that didn't really take off, and some that just bombed. Like, what's the one uh, with uh, Jaden was in it? Too, oh, where they like crashed the M Night Shyamalan movie, Earth AD or something like that. So, yeah, they they crashed along with the careers. Hey. Hello, gentlemen, sir. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he did bright because it's the director of Suicide Squad. So if they had Is gotten in. Goyer? Yeah. Well, he's a writer. Did he direct that too? He might have. Because David Goyer has been writing comic book movies forever. I just saw his name on like an early movie. I forgot what I was looking at. But yeah, it was like pre-MCU, pre-Batman, you know, Nolan trilogy. His name was on attached to some comic book adaptation yeah yeah Clearly. just listen to last week's under the cowl just so you know okay and so you decided to come in and participate in this one and and to buy anthony's poster oh there's a poster oh is there a poster that's arrived mm-hmm. better, better oil that he, chair he does that on purpose <laughs> i told him it only squeaks for him oil that wooden chair as soon as you told me we were recording, I was like, oh, crap, the seat's going to be super loud. And then I had to test it out to make sure, so when I listened to it later, that it did pick up. Well, you could always just sit over there. Dude, that has permanent dibs. What about permanent dibs? You survive. I told him you could sit over there. It doesn't squeak. <laughs> no, Goyer didn't direct it. No? Did you get some of the new search? No, it's new surge. There's yeah, Burger King. Uh, Jim came in here on Saturday and bought some comics, and then it's like, all right, I gotta get some new surge. Try out the new surge. Yeah, comic books and surge. That's that was his day. So <laughs> I just found what movie it was. Oh boy, David Goyer, Catwoman. Uh, worse. Oh, um, and it's a well. You've really narrowed it down, so we should be able to get it right away. <laughs> That's a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. It was his second adaptation of a comic book. No. It depends, it depends on which one you're saying is worse. Uh, was, was it like it? Electra? The commercials. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I guess I've technically never seen this All movie, but I've just heard Do you? that it's not worth... Did we get the answer yet? We're having a search conversation over here, too. No. It's got the Hoff in it. <laughs> the Nick Fury movie? <laughs> I was say that was like a pretty big clue, but I wasn't sure if that was 
leading to an obvious one or not an obvious one. Yeah, because it was, I noticed it when we were looking up the Nick Fury stuff a couple weeks ago. <laughs> he also wrote Blade and Blade 2 and Blade Trinity. So is he writing the rumored R-rated Blade with Wesley Snipes? I hope that's not happening. Because Wesley needs to keep his nose out of the MCU. Like, he's old. He's not Blade anymore. He needs to get over it. In Alita? Alita, for a second there. I was like, Wesley Snipes? That's the guy from Luke Luke Cage. And the Green Book. Oscar winning movie, right? Yep. But here. Him and Aragorn. So yeah, there's a couple new Surge flavors. At Burger King, I tried one after. Well, you got the picture. Yeah. yeah. Um, I tried a grape one. Good. Nothing riveting to talk about on a podcast. But then I think there was a cherry one, and maybe a vanilla one. I don't know if it's a Burger King. Was there an orange vanilla? I tried the orange vanilla Coke. Is this just out of one of those machines that shoot the? Okay. Yeah. And I, it it feels like maybe it's a Burger King exclusive. Kind of like a Baja Mountain Dew of Taco Bell when that was an exclusive. I mean, you'd be able to do that anywhere that had Surge in one of those machines because it just shoots the soda in with with added syrup. And I don't remember seeing Surge around in those machines. You know, it's still rarely or fairly new that it's come back. back, Yeah. Who's uh, who's is that? Who owns Surge? That Coke. Coke does. But yeah, Surge came out right around the time. I know that uh, the Doritos 3Ds when they were first out, and Nitro WCW Nitro rebranded that to kind of feel like Raw in a way, and they got all new sets and they even changed the format. That's when Vince Russo went from the WWF to WCW, and you can see the change because he brought the attitude, if you will, <laughs> to Nitro, and the whole show was like revamped and it felt like it was Monday Night Raw and uh, the way they cut promos and everything like that. And they were sponsored by Surge, so they always had these unopened cans of Surge that they kept saying were so great. Like, I think it was meant to, like, them should have been, like, drinking it while commentating or something, take a sip. But, uh, so every Monday night, I'd uh, sit down with some Doritos 3D and some Surge and watch Nitro. I like Surge. And it's nice and cheap, too. Really like a buck a can. Prices haven't gone up since the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out when Surge came out because I'm wondering if uh, I hope there's Surge and Captain Marvel, but I don't know if that was too soon. If Surge was more late, was the Nitro stuff I'm talking about was definitely like '99, but I don't remember if Surge was like brand new or if they just. Well, there was that long line of the same soda that kept getting like because I think it was. Kick. Kick was out there. At first, and then it was Surge, and then it was Vault. Because Kick was more mellow yellow than anything. <laughs> Surge has a real different vibe to it, I feel. But they were all those precursors to the energy drink that, like, you know, parents would let their their kids have them. Cause Did we they, say Jolt? Somebody say Jolt? No, yeah. but that was in there, too. No, you said Vault. Vault. Yeah. Vault was one. Is yeah. you said? Yeah, I said Vault. Vault was the Mountain Dew one, the last one that survived for like a decade. Vault B A U. Yeah. Okay. It was it was Mountain Dew's energy drink before they had Kickstart. Hmm. Okay. 
And it was the longest lasting out of those four. Besides maybe Jolt. Jolt might have been the longest at the beginning, and then Vault was the longest at the end. Ah, damn it. Surge was introduced in 97. That's two years after Captain Marvel takes place. So let's <laughs> hope there's a continuity error. <laughs> and they just throw Surge in there. Could be Kick. Or Jolt. Or, or maybe in Endgame, you know, with the rumored time travel, they can go back, pick up a <laughs> can of Surge, take it back to 95. <laughs> or Surge was created by the Skrulls. Green skin, green soda. So it exists. So in the MCU continuity, the Skrulls are the creator. They brought their carbonated beverages to Earth. And it wasn't until Pep or uh, Coca-Cola picked it up. What surprise? You peel the label off the, the Surge can and it's just Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's the, Oh, you peel it off. Yeah, Jolt was introduced in 1985, so... So it could be in there, then. Still like a sun drop when I see him, though. You don't see that one too often. Apparently, Jolt's still around, but I haven't seen it. You ever go up to Shano? Yes, I've been there. Have you? Yeah, at the plant or the factory or whatever. We were going to tour it the one time, and we ended up running out of time. Or it was, like, too late to get a tour or something. Yeah, I did do the tour, and when I, like, heard about it, like, going into it, I was just like... Like, why would I, why would this be entertaining? I really didn't, I just kind of passed it off and I'm like, all right, whatever. And it's actually really cool. Plus, as you get halfway through this museum factory tour of, uh, of Sundrop Soda, there's a bar, there's a bartender there and there's a bar you can go up and try all the different flavors because much like the freestyle machines, you basically just put a bunch of different uh, flavors in there. But then it had super weird ones, which, of course, I can't remember off the top of my head right now, but just like, let's say like a, a watermelon one or something like, even crazier ones that are just Chocolate, like... Chocolate, coconut, sun drop. Honestly, probably like more <laughs> in that line of just like really oddball ones that you can just get unlimited shots basically of sun drop. And then the cool step after that, they had the sun drop store within the factory at the end of the tour. And you can like mix and match your own like bottled sun drop and stuff. And you basically like build a 12 pack or a six pack or whatever. And, and they just had all the, so I came home with like, I think maybe like there was a bubble or a cotton candy version of it too or something. So, but yeah, if you're ever in the Shano area, I recommend it. It's a real little, it's like a half hour thing, but it's cool. I don't think it's sun drop plant factory. Yeah. I went to the Coke Bottle Museum. That Atlanta? Yeah. Kind of cool. You get to sample Coke from around the world. Some of them are absolutely terrible. <laughs> they taste like booze, but they're not alcoholic. I don't quite get it. Apparently, like Japan, there's like a hundred different Kit Kat flavors. Okay. I am dying to try all of them. We've had some of them back on my old podcast. We had a food segment, and uh, somebody. I don't know if we sent out for him or Brent or... Oh, no. Fillion. Fillion sent out for him, and... Maybe. It's his cousin, Ryan. Um, but I do have a friend whose last name is Fillion. I know. I remember it, so I was making a joke again. Oh. Good joke. Call back. <laughs> Delete me not knowing that to make it <laughs> seem better. So. Oh, sure. Count on it. Editor's note. <laughs> so... Yeah... And he had a couple, couple different ones, and I remember it was pretty cool just because they were all 
like hot pink colored Kit Kats. It was like a strawberry cream. But we had some good ones. I don't think we had any real like disgusting sounding ones. Sun drop flavored. So what? <laughs> like sun drop flavored. <laughs> sun drop flavored Kit Kats. I would be all over that. I'd be all over that like squirrels on surge. <laughs> so it's not at all that. Correct. <laughs> but I would. Yeah, I like the uh, intro and outro music to the podcast. I've listened to all the episodes on Sunday. It was entertaining since I don't have any involvement in that, so it was pretty fun to kind of see how it was put together and the little interludes and things like that, the narration. Or I am enjoying all the post-swearing beeps. <laughs> <laughs> Those should be just to try and remember to do that every time. Like some of the... Act, uh, didn't you like stress some like echo voices on something? I'm trying to remember... Oh, I I might have like an intro. I th- I think I've done that in some of the uh, there's some the episode said, names or oh there's some nice said yeah um, we were talking about Darth Vader oh no <laughs> that's right and now and now I have to do it again maybe you did it again <laughs> so that kind of stuff is pretty entertaining for like oh I sounded pretty good although most of my editing is cutting out big long pauses silence. And when there's too many ums, yeah, I won't get them all, but sometimes there's just like, uh, um, uh, mm. uh see, but we're good all together about doing that because we can just, the rest of us will harass whoever's trying to think of something. <laughs> it's a good, uh, it's a good save then. No, I think, uh, for editing purposes, um, there needs to be some sort of a noise reduction, uh, tool in there that just looks for when somebody does the, uh, um, uh, you know, and it's it like just a, automatically takes those out. It's like a spell check, but for thumbs. Of course, but I'm sure spell. it would go horribly wrong, and it would take out all kinds of other stuff that sounded even remotely like you're saying, um. So if I was talking about the Umbrella Academy, I'm, uh, yeah. It's just <laughs> the umbrella. It's, it's just the umbrella. umbrella. <laughs> Siri? Yeah. I guess you could say bum or mom. So if we were singing that Tom Green song... My bum is on the chair. And it'd be like it was edited out. Making it sound like we said asses on the chair. Now I'm going to go home and listen to that But song. then we would just say beep <laughs> afterwards. Right. My bum is on the Swedish. The Swedish. Still didn't watch that show, you know. Subway Monkey Hour? No, the it's Celebrity Big Brother that he was on. Oh, okay. <clears throat> With Kato Kalen. Uh, <laughs> New Game of Thrones trailer dropped. I didn't see it. Oh. I heard it drop. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just saying. I'm just asking if anyone's seen it. Like five seasons behind. Are you really? <laughs> yeah, I've oh, seen one through three. Oh. oh, you're so close. So some really good stuff happening. <laughs> Bad stuff. And other stuff. I've seen none of it. <laughs> some stuff. You're close to some stuff. You're only like 40 hours behind or something. I'm almost caught up from this most recent rewatching. Three episodes from being fully caught up. Because what? This last April. one is seven, right? Seventh season? Yep. But then are they a movie length? I heard they were like. I heard they were almost like an hour and a half. This upcoming season? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're supposed to be like an hour and a half piece. So like less episodes, <laughs> but longer episodes to get. 
I suppose whatever narrative they're telling, they're just going big with it. And look at their bank account and see how much money they have left for the budget, and it just dragons every episode. So you definitely knew the episodes that they were kind of holding off on their budget a little bit to get for that episode nine when the, the huge dragon would just like be in that arena thing like that was just like okay they definitely stacked up a couple episodes to pay for that one so they lockjawed it they locked plus they wanted to hold off on doing too much with the dragons until the technology was there (laughs) (laughs) that's why they started out as babies that was the only reason like you know what let's start them out as babies babies I'm glad someone got where oh, I was coming from. Yeah, man, reference. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Oh. <laughs> super, well, before Super Shredder, but the one with Super Shredder. Kevin Nash. But yeah, Taka Rezar, and then they had uh, those donuts. And <laughs> whenever I see, like... Donut? Whenever I see donuts, I always just, no matter what kind of donut, I just think of that scene where they... Whatever they were, what kind of pills or something they put in there or something. Yeah, it was like sleeping pills. <laughs> Drugging these mutants. So. so then they could like stick the foam or whatever. And have a rewatch of those. The reverse ooze that like turned them back. But yeah, when they're... Ma, ma, ma. Yeah, because he says... He, he like, well, yeah, he wants him to say master. <laughs> well, that tells me how long it's been since I've seen that movie because I'm not remembering <laughs> any of this. Like what, and I feel like it's not two. even that bad that I don't remember it. Two is all right. And three was kind of rough. I love three because I love Japanese culture. So like throwing them in there, like it really shook things up. And and then the guy that played uh, Wit, I think, right? It was like Casey Jones played him in the Japan. Yeah. His action figure looked like my fourth grade teacher. <laughs> So, like, I had this action figure. I'm just like, it's weird having an action figure of somebody that looks exactly like my fourth grade teacher. I go down on record that all three of those movies are perfection, so it's on tape. And then they really topped it off when they did the uh, the live action show. <laughs> yeah, I've right. seen... I've Get seen... out. <laughs> <laughs> the next mutation. Yeah, that was a... They did a crossover with Power Rangers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, let's see. That's another thing that I've never seen, but I've only heard horrible things about it. Could watch that on our uh, <laughs> one of our marathons. We keep planning. Here. Yeah, it was on Netflix, I think. I would just watch it on YouTube, like if I come across it and type it in and want to be horrified for a little bit. So <laughs> <laughs> those turtles are scary looking. <laughs> the the lady turtle, Venus de Milo. <laughs> I'm like, the four are named after artists, but she gets named after a piece of art, which I never really... (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that was saying something about, you know, how great she was. Like, they're named after artists. And she wore light blue. They didn't even give her another color. She wore light blue. (laughs) Which artist carved that? I don't know. Probably one of the four. So, <laughs> Splinter. 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 <laughs> He's named after a famous artist too, right? <laughs> yeah, stick. stick. <laughs> I made a funny. 
One of the best things about Ninja Turtles 2. I think I've told this story here, but not on an official podcast. So I'm in like second, third grade or so. I remember being at a cousin's party that... Like a relative cousin's, not like a cousin's, but like... Yeah, was it, yeah. Was was it a birthday subway party? Subs. What's that? Probably. Was it a birthday party? Yeah, yeah. You're... I just really... Yeah, you're... You're just... That's where I know you from. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was a, a cousin, a relative's birthday party in uh, here in town, and... I remember there was just a moment where, like, there's so much going on, and I don't know if we were just bored. Uh, these relatives will never listen to this podcast, so it'll be fine. It was probably a boring party. And uh, I think my mom said she was going to run some errands in town while we were in West Bend. So I was going to go along with, but that was a cover story because Ninja Turtles 2 is out in theaters. So we went to took a two-hour errand run and went to go see the Turtles movie. And I remember downtown West Bend's theater and the moment in the beginning the whole like mall scene and the foot coming in blah 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 and the turtles like come walk you know come come down the stairs then they like jump up into the air and then the turtles logo comes up and when that happened when they came in to save the day save poor kino who was overwhelmed with you know foot soldiers my mom yelled out all right <laughs> and it was one of those things that is referenced often is like usually don't have that kind of enthusiasm in a theater and and uh especially from her and it was just kind of funny that i wasn't the one doing it i was the second grade child but i wasn't the one going you know i kept my feelings inside <laughs> i feel like i've heard that story because i think yeah. i've told you about my friend roland when we saw the descent then and how he jumped up in the theater yeah yeah like this is adult podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we're explicit. Uh, so you've seen The Descent? I haven't. Have you seen The Descent? Well, there's, so the main woman's family dies at the beginning. There's like a car accident with this semi carrying those long metal Warning, poles. may contain spoilers for The Descent. <laughs> <laughs> so my friend Roland hates breaking glass. For some reason, but uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, not one of his favorite wrestlers. <laughs> so there's a part later on where she's breaking glass. So looking like, you know, when Samuel L. Jackson gets her, he cries a little bit. <laughs> yeah. uh, so she's looking out a window like later on in the movie and like remembering this, and she has like a flashback of a metal pole coming through the window, <laughs> rolling just in the middle of the theater. What the <laughs> Beep. There we go. Yeah. It's those kind of interactions out loud in a the theater that probably enhance an experience while you don't encourage every person to want to have that moment and like show off or anything like that. But uh, I think those are two acceptable terms and it would make it more enjoyable for the audience to see that real reaction um no it's best when a little that. kid has a, a reaction like that you know while watching like winnie the pooh or something and <laughs> <laughs> what the, the fuck <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Oh, poo, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> oh, that just reminded me of the uh, the chocolate milk story. Well, you know, I know Nick, Nick milk. David's cousin, Nick, yes. who, as far as I know, may or may not still work at the big bit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was when, when he was little, there was a story from when he was little, and uh, he was walking through the pig, uh-huh. actually, and uh, he was... He was having a fit because he wanted some chocolate milk. But that's not what it sounded like <laughs> as he's walking through. And I, I don't, I forget how old he was at the time, but he's really little. And he's just walking through the pig, through the dairy department, yelling, I want some fucking milk. I want some fucking milk. <laughs> he was saying chocolate, but he wasn't saying chocolate. You know. Now he, I want every time Samuel L. Jackson swears in a movie, I want a censored version where he says chocolate. So <laughs> get these mother chocolate snakes off this mother chocolate plane. <laughs> mother chocolate. Mm. I'll have to use that one. Uh, no, I went to see, what movie was it? The new, the Meg. And there was a gentleman next to us. And uh, he was all sorts of excited. Every time there was a jump scare, it was fantastic. <laughs> Watch out! You're going to get him! <laughs> and because it's the Meg, and it's super cheesy and terrible. It made it enhanced. It's definitely, it definitely yeah. made an enhancement to the movie. <laughs> it was only him that was doing it. I heard the studio planted one of those people in every screening to for those moments to enhance their movies. So. <laughs> We've got to find a way to enhance this movie. I heard the same thing in my screening. <laughs> well, we could go IMAX, but instead let's plant the guy <laughs> in the audience. <laughs> Pay one of the employees. It should be easy enough. Paying him already. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> he put it on his resume. Enhanced movie. Official movie enhancer. Do they get credits? Like every theater has a slightly different version of the credits. <laughs> Comes after the official credits, after like the blue screen happens or whatever, the trademark screen or whatever it is. And then it's boop. Everyone's Pops waiting for um, like a Marvel-esque tag scene. And then, <laughs> and then they just get that extra. Oh, that'd be amazing. Your movie enhanced by, and then I have like a little mini movie about who enhanced. <laughs> Some guy smiling there. This is starting to get a little more expensive sounding now. It's, it's a lot of work. This is Jeff. He normally sells you your candy. <laughs> <laughs> you may recognize him from an hour before. Would you like butter on your popcorn? <laughs> yeah. I heard that Emma Watson might be circling the Black Widow movie for a role, not just <laughs> walking around production <laughs> set or anything. She may be up for a part. That's one of those just being like, one of those actors actresses that i always get excited for to kind of see like who's going to be pulled into the marvel universe like a like a jude law is now in the captain marvel movie like anytime they can get like a big name you know before dc will like because i keep saying that with nathan fillion that said his guardians roles but uh you know he did all the photography for simon williams wonder man being guardians too but was cut out of it but then James Gunn at the time said, you know, it still doesn't mean he's not going to show up. But now I don't know if that's, you know. Yeah. But it, I don't know if they're using, you know, the, the rumor is that Kevin Feige is that they said that they're using his his script and his draft. So maybe they'd do a couple little punch-ups if they had anything else they would they would change. But so I, was, I just want Nathan Fillion to be in the MCU, but. 
I just wonder how many actors like had a smaller part and then they were like, oh, that was it. I blew it. I had a chance to have a be in the MCU and I took this little role. Yeah, I think, Kurt, I think, I don't know if you were talking about that. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah. Where you're just like, like, let's say an Emma Watson where she plays, you know, maybe a main hero or villain in the Black Widow movie, just speculating. But in a Black Widow movie, sounds like it's maybe a one episode thing or a one movie deal, unless she's playing, I don't know what other, if Black Widow has any long time female characters that are like a comic character, otherwise she might just be used up in that movie rather than being, you know. Well, if they struggle to find like Black Widow specific characters, they can always borrow from other movies, which they do all the time. So you never know. I mean, she could be a character that's not, that'll be in a Black Widow movie, but isn't a Black Widow specific character and then could potentially be, uh, be somewhere else. Just a lot of the supporting role characters aren't, they're not like Samuel L. Jackson type supporting roles yeah, where yeah. they're going to be in movie after movie for years to come. You know, and speaking of him too, I, I lost track. Because I remember when they first started doing these, and he was signed to X number of movies, and I don't even remember what that number was. And people would kind of like keep count of which ones he'd been in. And then he disappeared for a while and hadn't fulfilled that number yet, so I don't know where he's at on his... Was it nine? Nine or eleven? Nine sounds like a number I've heard before. Because I... (laughs) (laughs) Just think of it, it comes after eight. I think I've heard the number Oh, that's where I know that number from. (laughs) (laughs) It's the penultimate number to ten. Yes, is that your one for the day? Yep. (laughs) But is it penultimate, like... Since there's more numbers after 10, so, I mean, that's probably not a... No, because you call the last, um, like, the defining factor of what is the penultimate to, therefore making it penultimate to 10. I'll take your word for it. That's how I do the logic. I took algebra twice, and I don't know. Uh, I'm taking Cal 4. Did he take 1, 2, and 3? Yeah, and... And the previous ones. Because, like, I didn't watch the Mission Impossible movies until the fourth one, and I just skipped one, two, and three. So that's why I was wondering if you did with Calc. Being like, yeah, I get it. I just start with the fourth Calc. No, I didn't test out of Calc. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Wish I had. You're stuck in it. You just can't test out. <clears throat> so, yeah, Emma Watson. Possibly. Maybe by the next podcast, we'll find out she's not in the movie. <clears throat> I haven't really watched any of her movies post Harry Potter. How has she been? I saw Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. How has she been in comparison to that role? That's well. I mean, I I love the Beauty and the Beast movie. She's in the Perks for being a wallflower, or Perks of being a wallflower. I always forget which one it is, but that was a more you know a a normal non-genre type movie. So. The test is how long can you watch her in another movie before you stop thinking, oh, it's Hermione. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm asking. I can't. I'm always... She's always Hermione? Yeah. The last one I saw her in was the... Uh, 
can't think of the title, but it was the one where she like worked at this big tech company. It was like something like the circle. Yeah. Tom Hanks. Yep. Yeah. Colin Hanks. And that one I watched. I mean, I guess I haven't, I didn't sit there and just think, oh, that's, you know, when's she going to do a freaking magic spell? I didn't forget that she. I didn't forget that she played that character, but I wasn't thinking of that character while watching. I don't know. I think that happens with anyone that's played the same character, like, and only that character for a decade. It took me a long time to see Hugh Jackman as anyone besides Wolverine, just because that's pretty much all he did. It took, uh, it didn't take too long once being a big Allison Hannigan and Willow fan, seeing her as Lily, like watching her in American Pie, like hearing her say her classic line. I don't want to use up all the beeps for this episode. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, it's not a contest to see, you know. Yeah, we only say the most crude things. We only get so many f bombs, or we lose our explicit rating. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Um, but like hearing that was also like, like, well, like that doesn't, like, that's crazy. But like in numerous viewings and future movies. I didn't see her as Willow Rosenberg. I saw her as Michelle, and and much like her as Lily and How I Met Your Mother. That I, even coming off of seven years of her playing that character, and then going on to nine years of playing Lily, that I really wasn't. But I've seen so many things with her too. So see, and, and with with her, I think in my mind right now. I would still see her as Lily because while she was doing Willow, she was doing like the American Pie movie. Like at least yeah, when right. I watched it, it was like already it was like crisscrossing. Like I didn't. Yeah, because that would have been season three of Buffy that she was doing that. And so, not that I am a weirdo for knowing that. <laughs> it's true. And so her playing Lily with nothing else is what solidifies that character. You know, like Hermione. Like Hugh Jackman, like Hugh Jackman played Hermione. Is that yeah. what I got out of that? Yep. Hey, he's looking for a job. If he needs a Broadway, he's looking for a job. Isn't he about to tour? Yeah, he's unemployed. He's not Wolverine anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's touring like with a band. Yeah, he's doing. Yeah, he's got his own like Broadway esque concert tour. Yeah, a review. I was going to go, but at the Chicago one is at the United Center. And it's Hugh Jackman in the Hermione Review. <laughs> I don't like going down to that area, so I've been there a couple times, but it's figured there's some more movies I want to see and live for. So. I can just watch Greatest Showman. Or iterations of movies that you're about to see. Yes. Greatest Showman. And I think they're Lamar's talking about Rock a sequel back, recently. Yeah. I think somebody just mentioned something that they want to develop one. Make another billion dollars off of you alone. Need to watch Australia <laughs> a few more times. Take a four-hour movie. <laughs> Don't watch it. I've never seen it. Is Nicole Kidman in that? I think so. All right, I think I only saw half of it. And I was like, "There's another disc." I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch this more. Is it just like a vehicle for I all Australian I skipped the first action. three and jumped right to the fourth disc. <laughs> then he found out it was a TV show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's season three of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> he just he had skipped, you know, the intro, you know, skip intro. Yeah, yeah. Just... <laughs> it was back when he was still on the DVD mail-in service for Netflix. So... <laughs> he only got one disc. 
Or was it on Netflix? Did it every once in a while did it pop up, Are You Still There? <laughs> <laughs> Just shuts and down. Every 20 minutes or whatever it is. 40 minutes. It's like, just ask me that three times in the same movie. <laughs> oh, it's a TV show. <laughs> yeah, everyone always recommended me to see the MASH movie, and I watched it and just felt like it went on for like 11 years. <laughs> yeah, the show that went on longer than the actual war. <laughs> was that 11? I know Frasier was like 11. Uh, all I know is that yeah, MASH was, was yeah. it had more seasons than the war had years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't this war ever going to end? <laughs> Not with ratings like these. <laughs> it was hard to do that without going. <laughs> Peter Griffin's Jurassic Park. I'd sing my favorite version of that song, but I don't want to use up our F bombs. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, I'll just bleep them out. <laughs> oh, what'd you buy there? <laughs> well, there's more. I don't I don't know if there's any more. There might be. What, uh, what are you getting? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, no. So this is the only thing I had <laughs> is on Is it only uh, one poster? Who, who's the getting shirt? that? Uh, who is that Infinity Watch for? Is that Wolverine on the cord? Well, it's his hand. Uh, I think I got that one already. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, last time I was in here. So it's not for me. If I don't have any more Infinity things, I don't have Someone was getting Killmonger. That was not me. Is that Mike? Maybe. Or is that my Infinity watch? It might be yours. Is it the number one? Yeah. Oh, it's mine on the reorder because I I sold mine. (laughs) (laughs) I I had to read Anthony's so that I was up to date for the club. There there is some stuff that might be for Mike. Or you're on trade reading. Um, in the middle of you, Marvel Comics presents. I, uh, that might be. I can look back through. Just and, uh, through the Killmon- looking gap. Someone class. was picking up. Someone picked up one. all of Killmonger. Uh, I thought it was Mike. Was and it an order place? I, you know what? I no, I don't think was. we ordered the next one. That's what I was about to do. Um, I'll look back through his uh, Facebook messages and just double check because I, th- I think all of that is for <coughs> Mike. And well, if we sold Anthony a uh, four dollar figure for you know like 30 bucks i mean we should sell him an eight dollar poster for like 60. <laughs> it's just good business right the markups are real Nine forty-nine. sorry that giant markup made up for the other thing he bought which had like zero markup the princess action figure it was like not the normal <coughs> markup that it was weird because it like I had to go search for how much it actually cost. What's that? Yeah, it was. This is the. It was weird. Helping me get on track to all of the guardians' gift. Yeah, and he did all the legwork on that one. No offense to you guys, but oh yeah, not taken. <laughs> well, you got a store Groot and a. A uh, temporary, possibly permanent Lego Guardians of the Galaxy Ooh. ship with Star Lord. Hey, Groot was defective. Though. His arm popped right off. <laughs> well, you were able to reattach it. Yeah, it was like a twenty percent. Well, I'm gonna wait till I'm home just because this is a very like, nice condensed package, and 
I do believe I need to get Guardians assembled on order, if it hasn't been. Last week, the last time I was here, we didn't order it. I don't think. This was a Chinese finger trap, You gave right? me the... Yeah, a really big one. Through the Looking Glass. Now I'm all, I read that. I actually found time this week. It was crazy. Last week I was completely swamped, and this week I'm like... What am I doing at You want Swamp Thing, he said. Get him a Swamp Thing absolute. <laughs> Alan Moore hardcover. Volume one. I know it was Good luck. Realistic. Have fun reading Alan Moore. <laughs> yeah. Especially that's Well he's in that, Calc Four, he can handle it. That that Alan Moore is is it's deep tough to get through. Is it? It's in a deep it's just a lot of What uh, is it? Guardians what now? Assembled. Avengers? Is Guardians assembled. Oh, that's disassembled. Oh, wait, no, that's There was not. disassembled. I already have that one. Laughed heartily about the um, Star Wars, the second um, holiday special with the Ewoks, and that'll be shorter or something. There was some joke made about it being shorter. I was like, I chuckled. I was actually on the way over here. <laughs> this isn't about the current holiday special that exists. For those listening, this week. <laughs> for those listening, uh, nobody saw that hand motion that Kirk gave and that was a giant thumbs up. <laughs> Don't worry, all of our many listeners out there know that Kurt is a huge Star Wars holiday special fan. <laughs> so much that he created an annual event to celebrate it. I did happen. <laughs> This year, we should have everybody come dressed as their favorite uh, holiday special character. Oh, man. So many to choose from. I'm going to come with my face really long and no eyes <laughs> and be animated Han. <laughs> thought for sure you were going to come as Scratchy. I'm going to come with itchy. that. Itchy. Thanks. Sorry. See? Come. You know it better than I do. It's true. I'm going to come dressed as that guy who was hitting on B. Arthur that drinks by yeah. pouring it into his <laughs> skull. I'm dressed as all of his characters. Like, you have to just change throughout the throughout the show. I'll do it. I'm standing here in your mind. I'm waiting to hear back on Saturday's plans with the group that I was going to see Captain Marvel with. And if it was, if they're they're deciding on whether or not they're going in the early afternoon or evening. So if it's an evening one, I'll be there for the normal podcast, but there's a possibility that I'll hop out. So that might be something that I have to send a message to Katie if you're planning on laptop-wise. Okay. But uh, We'll just move everybody in here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But yeah, it's... Well, Rodney's probably not going to be here. Cause my dad won't be. You, uh, yeah, you were out getting the pizza when Rodney stopped in. Right? Yeah, he's got something bowling. Yeah, bowling or something. Not gonna be here for Doomsday Clock. He pretended he wasn't excited about it, but he, well, he, he was totally into it. <laughs> we we did a lot of bowling in high school at uh, Kingpin and Campbell Sport, and uh, they had these. Uh, they had these slushies that they would make there and uh, some really good ones like, or not a slushie, like smoothies and stuff. So getting like a, you know, strawberry banana smoothie and they're really cheap, really good. And, and then 
since we were there all the time, we just started to kind of what we we're talking about earlier with the soda machines of just kind of mi mixing your own things. So we would start just combining, you know, saying, oh, give me a strawberry banana with a pineapple and a blueberry or something. And we created a combination of some sort that uh, myself and my friend Tim, we bowled with, we had bowling shirts. I'm pretty sure he probably had his name on his, but I was wearing my dad's old bowling shirt from high school. His name was Lloyd, not to be confused with Lloyd. Um, so I'd wear his bowling shirt and we would have these smoothie combinations. So we would just ask him to load them. So we took Lloyd and Tim and created the Lodum drink. So nobody else knew what we were saying, but we would say, yeah, we'll take a couple of Lodums. And then, uh, otherwise, oh, boy. It's like, why did I start talking about Lodums? So you went the Guardians team up volume one. That's um, true. It's, it's just a good thing that you guys weren't ordering this with a Scott, a Roy, and a Tim. Yeah, I'll take a scroll. <laughs> Does it come after? Yeah. I'll take a scroll and keep them coming. Told. Well, I wrote it down, so, but you're probably right. Guardians Assemble. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Guardians Team Up Volume 1. Sure. Those are fun issues. Oh. I think there's one with Silver Surfer and Garut. Cool. If I'm remembering the team ups right. And those Venoms. So once you read that one, then you're going to order that omnibus for Silver Surfer, probably. <laughs> so it's during that era. His girlfriend's in that issue, so Dawn. Unless I'm completely sure. thinking of something else, but yeah, if that's the one I talked about here earlier with the uh, I'll write it down. where Gamora comes crashing to Earth and she's being chased, and then they find She Hulk and they think that's Gamora and vice versa. Yeah, I think that's part of the team up issues. Well, yeah, because She Hulk's got green skin, Gamora's got green skin. All those green skin people look alike. Exactly. That's your Drax. Then they change the color of your skin for the movie. To more gray green. Blue. And then he got all these and red. light green scrolls coming up. Adding just more green people. Paul. Is he green? Sometimes he's gray. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes red. Sometimes Y. Except after C. I think that's something different. We'll check with Calc 4 over here. You can correct the math. I don't do colors. <laughs> Sounds like a Kryptonian robot. Calc 4. <laughs> the update of Calx. Th that's the one that uh, Gotta figure out where spanked Lois. That's Silver Age kind of a And then you should put it and then frame a little image of what it looks like on the outside. Calx and a brainy. That's pretty good. Going. Back Dang and forth it. going and in Supergirl. People are like, what's that? That's yeah. my Guardians poster. They're like, okay. It's worth more if it stays in the package, so I'm just going to hang it on the wall like this. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want me to autograph it? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Next kind I go to, I'm just going to take something in and just have random autographs. like <laughs> In the issues or something? Oh, I wouldn't do that with a comic. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Training cards? Just something. What about some of the base? Is there baseball cards over there? You could do it with all these. There are. The ones that you don't sell or whatever. <laughs> Give away. There's a stack of them still down here. You're not going to sell any of them. We have stacks of those everywhere. Yeah. All <laughs> these uh, promotional. Out to do 
So those are the bookmarks Hard I'm going to use for the the previous catalog in like a month or two. So I'm just waiting for my mutant gene to kick in so I can charge them all with kinetic energy and throw them at people. J E A N mutant gene. Infinity Wars launch party. He's got a perfect signature patient. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's for an address. Well, they they did the uh, the gene bomb, which oh, there, there was a uh, there was an uncanny X Men issue that may or may not have had the Dominators from DC in it, along with several other alien cameos, and they uh, they had a gene bomb. So, redhead. I was gonna say Gene Bomb sounds like you know Gene Gray, like a night after like a Mexican restaurant meal or something. Gotta go hit the bathroom up, drop a Gene Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I can't get my pants down, it's gonna be a Gene Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I'm leaving. <laughs> I think I'm following you shortly. Leaving on a high note, you're saying? Yeah, that's not what I'd call it. Ah. <sighs> Oh, well, well, 24 hours from now, I'll sit down to about 25 minutes of trailers, and then I'll start the movie. <laughs> but those are the ones I'm excited for, because uh, knowing that it's just in the moment, see some previews for some, you know, I'll probably have the Avengers one in there, and oh. probably the Spider-Man one, probably Lion King, probably Aladdin. Dumbo. Dumbo. So... Be cool and be like, "What year is this?" <laughs> and then we watch a movie from 1995. And it takes place in See that many Disney ads, and you keep expecting get it now before it goes into the vault. <laughs> yeah, V A U. The vault. <laughs> I like it. I still hope that Captain Marvel comes out on video. That they do a limited VHS run that you're able to. Get it on VHS because I could see them pulling out the stops like they did with the Guardians. <coughs> awesome mixes they put out. I got both of those cassettes. They did a limited run of the soundtrack on actual cassette. So Do you have that? I feel like that's something you should have. See, I I think Captain Marvel and Shazam would be a great way for Marvel and DC to carry on that uh, unofficial crossover that they were doing in the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have Carol wearing like a Shazam shirt or something. I posted a picture and I tagged Brie Larson and, uh, and Zachary Levi and hashtagged everything and I said, picture proof that you can be a fan of both Captain Marvel and Shazam, the films and the comics, and be excited for both. Because this afternoon I read Shazam 3 from last week while wearing my Captain Marvel shirt and it just happened to be, hey, look, everyone's still alive, the world didn't implode because not yet that takes place in 95 oh. everyone died last year yeah <laughs> way before the snap Spoiler. the cold snap this winter i mean <laughs> what the cold snap this winter i mean oh okay nice save uh, i say if you uh have seen infinity war by now it's just like what do you do with your life and I apologize to anybody who hasn't seen it and had important life stuff. I bought the Starlord one last week. Or two weeks ago. I bought Han last week. Yeah, that's right. We're starting to get uh, a few holes up there. Move stuff wrong. 
Do those stay in the box? Hmm? Do those stay in the box? <laughs> so for the next two Except weeks... Except for when he's sleeping. Then <laughs> <laughs> he come out and play. <laughs> I thought he meant that he, like, cuddles with one or something, so... Oh. He pulls him out like that pool when he sleeps and he cuddles him. No. He, he goes to bed in his Star Lord jammies. <laughs> I have Deadpool jammies, so reverse that. <laughs> He's a real Star Jammy. Star Jammer. Star Jammy. Corsair. Corsar. What do you say? Corsar. Corsar. I believe it's Corsair. Corsair? Yeah, it's got an I in it, right? Yeah. 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 It's like air that's rough. Corsair. Corsair. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go try to get a episode of, episode of Arrow in before I go to bed. And your uh, Infinity War. I've <laughs> been watching a lot of Indi- Indiana Jones lately. Yeah. Because all four of them show? are on Netflix. The, the TV show or the movies? Uh, the, all four movies are on Netflix. What are right? discs? I don't know. I don't use the Netflix service from 2001. <laughs> Well, maybe you should. Yeah, it was probably like 05. Well, that means more fitting, you know, just getting them actually on the net. It's true. I didn't think about that. Because otherwise they were like male flipped. Yeah. And then, Which, <laughs> Channing Tatum was the one of those. <laughs> and that's how it started. Really. M-A-I-L. <laughs> male flips. Rocket I guess because you ordered what? Scotty Young. Nothing. Good stuff. Yeah. You'll get there eventually. I know. I'll get there. <laughs> We got, uh, is that volume one or volume two? Because we got two or one over there, whichever that one is. Volume two. One's over there then. (laughs) Yeah, I I had the Netflix, original Netflix, where they would send you like three discs in the mail. Well, that always sucked too, because if they were out of something, that said the next thing. And sometimes you'd be wanting to watch something in order while they'd send you like. The second or third one. They've got a 10 o'clock and then a 1 o'clock. I'm seeing the 1 o'clock probably. So. Yeah, I'm going to duck out of chemistry. Who needs it? Yeah, just test out of it. Another one. I wish I could test it out. I found all the... We do have a little bit of all the the Marvel Captain Marvel. I didn't see any of, like, Shazam Captain Marvel, because I'm pretty sure it's all called Power of Shazam or Shazam or... Yeah. Well, for title purposes, it had been Captain Marvel and... Since it left... Many, many decades. Whatever company it was before DC. Because I don't think DC ever called it Captain Marvel. No, it was pretty early on that they started titling it Shazam. The character was Captain Marvel until New 52. 52, And they're just like, yeah, let's just call him Shazam. Now I'm trying to... Who, who did Captain Marvel? The Shazam one. Before DC. Is it Fawcett? Fawcett, the... yep. And then like DC. Fawcett City. Yeah. DC put Fawcett City. Fawcett City, Wisconsin. It was because what? That, that Captain Marvel was too similar to Superman? Was that the reasoning? That they like sued him for it or something? the original Captain Marvel character was like that's how it all started well I think there was actually some now that you mentioned I think there was some sort of lawsuit um, 
that I think failed where uh, there's something about him being too similar to Superman. I don't think that went anywhere. But then there was a lawsuit over the name because Marvel had ended up with Captain Marvel, even though the Shazam Captain Marvel was actually first. First, yeah. Um, Marvel had gotten the rights to the the name, um, so DC's was still able to call the character Captain Marvel, but the book couldn't be titled Captain Marvel. So they named it Shazam after the magic word. The power of Shazam. But uh, DC, I think, just bought them out. I don't think it had anything to do with a lawsuit. Because that's when they bought Charleston, too. Or Charlton. Charleston Shoes? Charleston. Yeah. Because they bought them pretty much at the same time around Crisis on Infinite Earths and right before that. And that's... That and the Earth 1, Earth 2 thing is why they did Well, yeah, because there's, like, Earth X was a different Earth. Because it was from a different company. Yeah, I, 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 S was Fawcett. Yeah. And I think Earth 3... No. Earth 4 was like Blue Beetle and all them. You want to hear some breaking From news? From the Charlton uh, universe. Yeah. What season of uh, Arrow is it right now? Seven? Six. Six? Breaking news. Stephen Amell announces Arrow to end with season eight. End of breaking news. By the time this podcast comes up, uh, I don't know when this one will be out. Uh, right around season eight. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's six right now. Maybe it's seven. Because season eight would make sense if they're... Supergirl's on season four. Flash would be on season five. Then, then this is Arrow season seven. Yeah, because Flash was in season two. Of... And that makes sense because the big theory is that Arrow's going to die in crisis. So, if Crisis is the big crossover... It makes sense. And it's going to make dollars. Lots of dollars. Doll hairs? Coarse hair? Coarse doll hairs? Yeah. Just leave the back open. Yeah. Sounds good. I'll see you. See you on the other side of All Captain right. Marvel. <laughs> or you'll see me on one. Which side of Captain Marvel are you going to be on? <laughs> Speaking of, so I don't know if you looked at it, but I got all the details in here uh, saying through, you know, tomorrow through the Thursday from two weeks from now. I've got a stack of the blank papers here. This is just a store copy just to know that, you know, just name and number, real simple. I do have it listed about, you know, one entry per person, but I've got uh, only one entry per human or Cree. No scrolls, please. So it is... A little, yeah, it's a little racist. The, well, the, it's just hard to to you know deal with the scrolls because they can look like anybody. But, you know, it's, uh, you, how do you regulate how many times that they put in for it? Well, that's why we just that's why we said please, just no scrolls, please. Come on, it's not like just like come on. have some decency. Yeah, exactly. But tomorrow I've got a post dropping. I think at like five p.m., which. Uh, as like the pictures I took that I, that you saw that I sent you and uh, announcing it officially and 
that's how I figured anybody that came in here today at least, you know, if people did have Thursday night tickets or something that they got a little sneak peek. Figure not included. I wasn't sure if I was going to write that on there, but... I was going to make it a point to just go see it early just so <laughs> that I can get the figure, but right. that's fine. Oh, so we will we will be running a sale starting tomorrow, so tomorrow through Saturday for twenty uh, percent off anything that's Captain Marvel. It says it on the on the cover. We're not going to go flipping through pages just to make sure that you know <laughs> there's not a Captain Marvel somewhere in the yeah. book. Oh, look, this has got an ad. <laughs> that's it. D- doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. If it says Captain Marvel on the the cover packaging, whatever. Because we do have you know something over there that's or that vinyl rock candy thing, I think. Or... Yeah, we've got like that thing. We've got trades, comics, <clears throat> whatever. Captain Marvel. Twenty percent off. And that's why we were discussing the Shazam version, because we had thought about doing doing that but there's there's nothing we have in this store that's that version of Captain Marvel that says Captain Marvel on the front because it will say Shazam instead so I think uh, Kurt put a bunch of stuff on the on the surfboard that would uh, that would be qualifying with the sale yes Uh, speaking of Captain Marvel and Skrulls I saw if they're Walmart or something, that somebody had that that game that I'd asked about. It was so I'll, I don't know if you're able to look into how much that costs for that card game that scroll. Right, because you just saw that fifteen, but you didn't know if it was a. Yeah, and I forgot that I should have asked uh, Kurt about that. Just yeah, with the, the way that they've got the code set up on Diamond, whatever. I think that that is the price, but I'll, I'll double check with him. Oh, I think it was the Disney store. That's where I saw because they had some deal about like use the code Captain and get a free lithograph or something. So I went on their website, kind of browsed Captain Marvel, see what they had, and that popped up. They had it at twenty four, like ninety five. Oh, so so that, that makes be, me think that that that, that would be low then. But I would. I would say up to like you know the thirty that I was probably I was gonna watch before I place an official order because it was based off of I think the Bang card game mechanics or something so I was gonna watch a YouTube video of that game to kind of see like what it really was and since I'm not a big gamer and stuff like that if it was gonna be something where it's just like I feel if I'm not gonna get a lot of play out of it or something but all right. Yeah, I will try and remember to ask Kurt, if not possibly Saturday. I'll have plenty of reminders on Saturday because I'll be probably talking about that movie. So. Yeah. Think so? It'll be the furthest thing from your mind. <laughs> so, what's new, Anthony? Uh, See any good movies lately? Easter's coming up, I think, right? Ash Wednesday. See any good movies? I uh, watched Top Gun. Uh, Amazon the other day. Yeah, that's right. It's that time of year where all the donuts are called like Punchkeys. Punchkeys. Yeah. Punchkeys. Like, Punchkeys. They're, they're donuts. They just have uh, 
odd fillings inside. Instead of I, cherry or raspberry, you get prune and apricot. <laughs> I had a blueberry one yesterday. So yesterday was my mom's birthday, and we went out to El Pig's Butt, the restaurant that's on the corner of the stoplights in Kewaskam there. And uh, I had never been there. Uh, a lot of people have, and I heard good things, and she was excited to go there. So I'm like, all right, I haven't been. Let's go. And uh, we went, and... Uh, this is the place that's had about a hundred different names yeah. just for as long as I've lived up Just last way. year. Yeah, so, but a lot of people... And that's probably what they were thinking when they named the place El Pig's Butt. They're like, you know, this place had so many different names. Let's just call it El Pig's Butt. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to last long. Uh, very good. The service was perfect and very attentive, and everybody was pretty awesome there. And uh, I had gotten some cheese curds for an appetizer, and then also on the appetizer I saw some chicken nachos. And that uh, either a small or a large helping, and I figure I'm like, yeah, I might get that. Have them bring it out for the meal rather than have that as an appetizer. So it asked small or large. I kind of thought about it, and I'm like, yeah, if I know if I get a small, if that's just my meal, I'm probably gonna like be hungry or something. I don't know how big any of this stuff is portion wise is gonna be. So I'm like, all right, I'll take the large. And uh, it was eight fifty for large, so in my head too, you're out to eat eight fifty. Sounds like it might be a smaller type of thing, even the large. This plate was, was it a table sized <laughs> nacho platter. It was it was a really big plate. It was absolutely delicious. You know, the plate itself was maybe like like that or so. So so, what is it? I mean, so, I can see the chicken in there. Is it so? It was uh, shredded chicken, seasoned shredded chicken. Uh, you know, the Mexican style tortilla chips, queso. They said a queso drizzle. Now I like queso, but if somebody saw like queso drizzle, you know, that doesn't look like a drizzle. That looks like a drowning in dr- yeah. queso. And uh, and which I didn't have any complaints about because it was delicious, but. I just felt like death afterwards after like eating, eating all that. There was only a couple I didn't eat at the bottom there. Like the chips were like so soggy by the time I like got to that bottom there. But it was damn good. And to think that was only like eight fifty for that, I would say two to three people if they had that, you know, as an appetizer would be a fairly good helping beyond like when you share mozzarella sticks. Like all right, everyone gets one and a half based on. <laughs> But there's only two of us here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, like, a plate, like, and I, and she talked about, like, everything, just they're very generous with all their helpings and stuff and servings. And, but yeah, it was, it was pretty damn good. And uh, I'm trying to think why I brought that up first. They're, they're like, these people actually came to a place called El Pig's Butt. We need to keep them coming back. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know how that started. Now let's go back to the tape. You asked about, you know, hey, you see any good movies lately? And it was the last thing I remember prior to that. I'm joking about not talking about Captain Marvel. <laughs> Almost had it. <laughs> I'm looking at my phone for, sometimes I'll look back at my photos. If I'm like looking to have a discussion about something, I'll be like, oh yeah, oh hey, here's a plate of nachos. Let me talk about a restaurant I went to. It'll all come back to me.
Alright. Is it? I think it is. Okay. Well, there should... we go. It's, it, it is recording. I, I wouldn't normally stop recording and then hit start, but... <laughs> so now you got it? After... So I see a Dairy Queen ad. We just finished some pizza here, feeling pretty full. Saw a Dairy Queen ad that says, buy one, get one for 99 cent Blizzard deal. I said, it's good through the 17th. He said, well, at least, you know, I don't have to run right away. Yeah, it's good for the 17th. You don't have to run right now while you're full and get a couple of blizzards. Because I would have, because if I found out it was today, the National Blizzard Day or something. Oh, right. I totally would do. Yeah. And so I'm like, good, because I'm full. And I was full yesterday when I had the El Pig's butt. But then my mom had an extra punch key that she bought. So even though I was full, I then still had a punch key, blueberry filled one. And I felt like even more like death. Cause I'm just like, all right, I was already full, but I had to have that one. And then that brought me back to the conversation on how we got to the El Pig's butt. Cause it talked about, you mentioned punch key after I said something about Ash Wednesday. Which uh, came back to me talking about Captain Marvel like I wouldn't have anything to talk about. And then I said something about like, oh, like Ash Wednesday was this week or something. Like there's some sort of topic. Like I was trying to think of like what else was going on this week. Oh, yeah, I saw Captain Marvel, but no, Ash Wednesday. So, of course. But yeah, then I think you mentioned Punch Keys. I did say something about it. And then that brought me to El Big Spot. <laughs> I said something. I actually was going to mention it earlier because you talked about something that every time you see a donut, you think whatever. And I yeah. was going to ask if you also um, <laughs> think that when you even more so keys. because those punch keys look like the ones you know those kind of a quote unquote jelly filled donut. What they had in the movies is what you would kind of like what Homer Simpson. Well, does he eat those or he eats the ring ones, right? I think he... Well, I'm sure Homer Simpson would eat anything or something. <laughs> I don't know. Kind. I think he would draw the line at a jelly... Donut. <laughs> mm, jelly filled. Um, but he had a classic ring dunking into coffee one Yeah, day. yeah. He's typically... Uh, I think the Simpsons donuts are usually the round with the hole in the middle. Oh, like the pink? But maybe with a frosted... Because they had the the pig frosted donut cereal for a limited time. I think Kellogg's had it, and um, and I think Carolyn told me about it or bought a bought a box of it or something. But then, yeah, then it led to mm, donuts. But, but yeah, going back to the Ninja Turtles one, yeah, like those were like your standard jelly filled donuts, and so like whenever I see, but that can go for any donut. Maybe not a ring one. I probably don't think about Ninja Turtles when ring donuts come up. That's just exclusively Simpsons. And that's how we got on that conversation. Maybe. More or less. <laughs> I think we can go to Kiss Deck. I had that with an episode of Family Guy where Kiss, I don't know how much Family Guy you've watched at all or if any. Not a whole lot. So. I was just about to hit stop when they were recording and you said that. Oh. And I'm like... <laughs> So yeah, they had one where like Kiss was doing a tour, and uh, 
further Kiss Festival was happening, Kiss Stock was happening. And uh and Peter and Lois like grew up like I think they're dating when that was happening or they met at Kiss Stock or something like that. And uh so they have some good fond memories of the band Kiss with each other. And uh so when they found out the news like like Peter like you know Kiss Stock is coming to uh Quahog, Rhode Island. And then Peter's just like that means uh that means something. Um, and then it cut to like a week later and he's in the dentist chair. And he's just like, all right, Peter, open wide. And the other doing some drilling on Peter. And then a week later, he just, he, he, he shouts and he goes, we can go to Kiss Dock. So he remembered what he was trying to think of, like what it means when Kiss Dock comes to their town. He couldn't figure out what it was, but a week later, it hit him that they could go there. And then, of course, the dentist tool got scared out of the dentist's uh, hands. (laughs) And it shot up in the air, and then I think it ended up drilling the dentist in the eye, and it just was bleeding everywhere. While Peter was excited that it took him a week to realize that he could go to the Yeah. (laughs) That's why this podcasting is. I've been your host, David Lloyd. Under the Cowl is recorded live at Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles at 1749 Barton Avenue, West Bend, Wisconsin. You can join us live each week or listen on Automatic and iTunes. Like us on Facebook at Crimson Cowl Comics or on Twitter at The Crimson Cowl.